Hey everyone, thank you for listening and watching the Ultra Life Show. Uh, the formerly Ultra Life Show, we're changing the name to Ultra Perform. Perform your best in business and life. And I'm very excited to have our guest today, Dwight Goldwyn. He is coming live from China, so he is, his hours, uh, he's on a different schedule than we are. So we're really lucky to have him. What time is it over there, Dwight? It's uh, 7.30 in the morning. All right. So it's not horribly bad, but thank you very much for being with us. Um, My pleasure. Dwight, yeah, thank you very much. Dwight is a life and lifestyle coach for over 30 years. Uh, he's the author of the book, Curves, The Choice That Makes the Difference, Your Key to a Thousand Doors. And he lives in China, and he works over the phone uh, in America. Uh, he he lives in China for fun and work, and he works over the phone for fun and money. And I'm sure there's a reason. Let's just get started with that. I'm sure there's a reason why you phrase it like that, Dwight. Why do you phrase it like that? You have fun and work and living. Why do you say that? Well, my... My work is play for me. It's just like I enjoy my work so much. I would even pay people to other people, pay people to let me do it. But fortunately, it doesn't work that way. They pay me. Uh, it's just uh, it's it's part of my life. It's just I wake up to and I'm so excited for it every day. That's great. So, um, how did you get to that point? Because a lot of people, when they wake up, excitement is not their first thing that they think about. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I put focus on lifestyle first. Uh, like, work is important, but lifestyle becomes before everything. And enjoying the process of life, enjoying the dance of the journey. Uh, so uh, people... Uh, we have a tendency for our culture and everything to, to focus on the future and, okay, work hard, enjoy the future, uh, study hard, enjoy the future. But we need to enjoy now. And so I always am making sure that I'm enjoying the process. I'm enjoying the dance of the journey. And, yes, I want results, but those are almost secondary. And those take care of themselves once I'm enjoying the process and the dance of the journey. Hmm. That's great. Um, so your book, uh, Courage, the Choice that Makes the Difference, Your Key to a Thousand Doors, what is that about? Well, being a life coach for 30 years, because I wrote the book about, uh, probably in 2004, uh, when I, people kept asking me to write a book, and I, so I sat down and really looked at all the types of problems I deal with with my clients, and I realized that about 90% of them involve the issue of choosing courage. Like if you can make friends with your fear and turn that fear into energy and confidence, then you can solve just about any problem in your life or get anything you want. So, but normally our, our normal way of looking at fears is something we need to avoid or fight or push through. You know, but I, I've discovered how you actually can make friends with your fear and tap into its energy and create a natural self-confidence. Hmm. So making friends with your fear, 
So mm-hmm. like if you're afraid to call that client and you're fearful of that, uh, to use that mm-hmm. as an example, what what would you how would yes. you describe that? How would you apply that? Well, the way I've developed a very simple technique <clears throat> to make friends with your fear. And um, I'm going to take you through it briefly and use this as an example, like uh, being frightened to call up a possible client, you know. And so the thing about fear is we hardly ever feel fear simple by itself. You know, fear, if you look at an animal, animals, when they're frightened, they're actually very powerful. They're very resourceful. But we humans are not because we have an automatic habit. It's deep in our culture and deep in our habits to automatically resist our fear. So by the time, Adam, that we feel the fear, it's already resisted. So what we call fear is not really fear. It's already resisted fear. I call it do fear, D-U-F-V-A-R, damned up fear, you know. And we're not letting the fear and the energy flow. You know, so the so the technique that I've developed is uh, making friends with your fear or undamming your fear. So you can let that energy flow. And so there's a, a, a little problem with this technique. One problem is it's so simple. And because it's so simple, you say, how can such a simple thing cr- address such a big issue? The second problem is it's a silly technique. <laughs> And usually we don't like to, we tend to avoid silly things, you know, but it really, really works. Um, And uh, can I take you through it briefly? Yeah, yeah, of course. Take me in. uh, Okay, sure. Okay. Okay. So we'll take this example here. Maybe you could even play along with me like you're actually, you know, uh, considering, uh, uh, you know, calling somebody and you're feeling nervous about that, worried about that, and you notice some resistance there. So uh, there's three there's three parts to the technique. It's it's done all at once, but I'm going to explain it in three parts. The first part is you start taking some very deep breaths all the way down into your belly. You know, one of the ways that we uh, automatically resist our fears by contracting our diaphragm. Okay. So the deep breaths are very important. So that's the first thing you do. Second thing to do, you're going to say some words. Now, the first part of the words are always the same. Now, the second parts will differ according to the fear that you're dealing with. So the first parts are always like, holy smokes, I'm so scared that. Now, on the holy smokes part, that's just an interjection. I recommend you actually choose your own that might fit you better. You can say, wow, or boy, or Oh my God! You know, am I so scared? Okay, so if I'm going to use holy smokes in this particular in this particular example, holy smokes, I'm so scared. So that's always the beginning of the sentence. The last part is the specific fear. So, case is it would be, I'm so scared of picking up the phone and making this call. Okay, so. That's uh, the second aspect. The third aspect is you're going to say it in a silly Donald Duck style voice. <laughs> a silly Donald Duck style voice. So let me 
demonstrate. Oh, and okay. also you're going to say it like an opera singer, like really belting it out. Again, okay, with so taking first, a very first, deep breath. So first, yes. holy smokes, I'm so scared. And then you address it and you say, I'm so scared of picking up the phone and making this call. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll that's play, the, I'm playing along. Okay. And, uh, and then, uh, okay, so I'll, I'll demonstrate the whole thing. <clears throat> so again, the deep breath. Holy smokes, I'm so scared of picking up the phone and making this call. Got it? <laughs> yeah, I got it. Okay. I got so, it. That's so great. Pl- 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 play along with me here. Uh, let's let's do it together, all right? Okay. All right. All right. So, one, two, three. Hey, folks! I'm scared! scared. Okay, so what I usually do when I'm first introducing people to this, uh, I'll, I'll do just short, for, we just did it once here, but I, ask, I usually ask them to go through it four times, and they're actually dealing with a specific fear they're having in the moment, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then I ask them, okay, now be present to that fear, what? What's the difference? What do you feel? Invariably, the report is, ah, I'm more relaxed. I feel more confident. It's not, it's not such a big deal, you know? Yep. yep. And uh, because the energy of the fear is flowing now, you know, and it gives you power and it gives you a sense of self-confidence. I actually recommend that people do this 11 times just to make sure. You know, but it's amazing. Great. Comments or questions or thoughts about that? Uh, Well, for me, it's just uh, I see how it makes it kind of silly how you're, you know, I mean, we use calling a client as an example, but it can be used in any Mm -hmm. uh, way. It could be starting a a physical regimen. It could be... uh, Asking a girl out, it could be asking your girlfriend to go on a trip. It could be anything, right? But it uh, it makes yeah, any- it it makes it silly. That's the whole point of it. How silly it is that you're scared about the situation, right? Well, I wouldn't say that's the whole point of it. I the <laughs> silly part is put it it lightens us up. You know, we if the resistance to the fear were in survival mode. We think, oh, my God, you know, I'm, it's almost like the, the feeling is almost like the end of the world or it's a big deal, right? Yeah. So by doing the breath, the silly voice and expressing exactly what you're frightened of, you know, it just it just releases it, loosens up and lightens you up. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um You've worked, how many clients have you worked with in over 30 years? Uh, I haven't kept exact count. My my estimate about 2,000 people. 2,000 people. That's a lot of people. It's, you know, I've had a lot of authors and coaches on the show, and uh, that's, a, that's a big number. What do you attribute that to, being able to uh, work with and service and attract that many people? Well, I mean, 
I love what I do. So it's and also I I using my own techniques. I don't have any trouble to request uh, introductions from people and to call people and offer them a, a one-hour gift coaching session with no cost and no obligation. And um, I uh, I love my work, but I work four hours a day. I start work at generally seven thirty seven in the morning here in China and work till eleven a.m. And uh, I've and I've essentially never had any trouble maintaining a uh, adequate client base over over 30 years. In fact, I have a program where I actually train other people to be a life coach and, and get all the clients that they can handle too. Oh, you do? Um, I actually knew that. I don't, I don't remember if I mentioned, but I worked with uh, Dwight. Uh, guys, everyone listening, I've worked with Dwight for uh, a while, about eight years ago. He was a, a, a coach of mine for a while and he was great. He really was great. Um, thank you. Thank I you. don't remember how we met. Did we meet through CEO space? It must have been through CEO space or something. I'm not remembering. I have to go look at my records too, to get yeah. that information. Um, so how do you how do you attract your clients and how do you get uh, customers to find you? Is it word of mouth? Is it do you put an ad in Wall Street Journal? How do you do it? No, I never advertise. It's uh, simply, you could call it word of mouth, but it's very specific word of mouth. With my current clients, from time to time, I just stop and ask after a good session, which almost all of them are, uh, <laughs> I stop and ask, would you please take the next 25 seconds to see who comes to mind as somebody you think you know, one hour gift session for me, no cost, no obligation. And fifty uh, percent of the time, I get at least one name and number. I have to stop making the request, or I get too many names. And then I, you know, I get the name and number. I just call up the person and say, "Hi, your friend gave me your number, and they they thought you might be open to accepting a, a rather unusual gift from me. It just takes ninety seconds to describe. Would that be okay?" And they say yes. And eighty percent of the people who who hear about the gift, uh, accept it. So, and then I do the gift and then they understand, you know, we do it. I do everything I can in one hour to address whatever change they want to make, like life changing thing they brought to the beginning of the call. And then they understand, I, I get to tell them about my program at the end and they can say yes or no, and no problem. You know, and that's, that's it. It's pretty simple. Hmm. Neat. Well, that's That is pretty simple. Uh, now you you have a level of success, obviously, and you talk about the courage, the choice that makes the difference. Um, do you mm-hmm. feel like do you feel like that takes courage to ask your clients consistently for um, for referrals? Well, it took some courage at, at the beginning, but as it, I. One thing about uh, choosing courage, if you choose courage again and again, then the amount of courage you need goes down and down. Like the, the, the courage you need, if you will, or the, or the amount of fear that's there, it goes down and down and the confidence goes up. So today it's like, I mean, it's still fun. I, I like doing it, but I couldn't say it's courage anymore. Hmm. I see. So like it, but you've built, you've worked to get to that point, though, Kind of what I'm hearing you say. You didn't just fall out of bed and you were of just course. doing it. You, just, you did it so much that it's become a muscle, basically. 
yeah, sort of, if you will, be able to encourage myself for that particular, especially for that particular request. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all step by step. My almost almost all of life is step by step. You just take it step by step. You create a gradient that some challenge, but not too much challenge, and just just move into it. And and, and life is pretty. Life is much easier than you think it can be, and it can get much more results than you think if you take it step by step and honor yourself all the way along the way and enjoy the process. Hmm. That's great. That's a really great uh, viewpoint uh, that you have. Um, how when you uh, uh, how can people find your book if they're interested in finding it? Since I keep bringing it up, it's just go to Amazon. Uh, just type it. Uh, best best way to find it is, uh, of course, you can type in the title, but also you can just type in my family name, uh, Goldwyn, G O L D W I N D E, and it'll come up. Great, and that's available on the on the show page too. They see the spelling and the name of the book, Courage, the Choice That Makes the Difference, Your Key to a Thousand Doors. I love that. Is that your key to a thousand doors? Is that a, a Chinese uh, influence? It, it sounds like something you, you might have gotten the idea from over there. No, I don't. Th- I don't know that it's Chinese. No, just uh, just the idea that you know that you have one key that can lock so many uh, unlock so many doors. Uh, one thing I've discovered is uh, is that it's sometimes not so obvious is that if you can make friends with your fear and choose courage consistently, it solves almost any problems. I'll give you just one non-obvious example. I found that guilt is actually a resistance to fear. Now, that's not obvious, is it? No, no. But but what I ask people to do when they're feeling guilty about something, I ask them, well, let's just imagine that somehow, the imagination exercise, that all the people in the world could sort of look into your inside circumstances and see exactly how you were in terms of choosing whatever you chose. And they had such empathy for you and had such admiration for you and no criticism whatsoever. Imagine if that were the case, would you feel guilty about this? And their answer is always no. And then I said, okay, so this actually the guilt is an attempt to beat other people to the punch in terms of blaming yourself. So you're saying, look, I'm just already blaming myself. Please don't blame me, you know. <laughs> and um, so then I asked them, okay, so let's do the, holy smokes, I'm so scared people are going to blame me for this. <laughs> and when they do that, the guilt disappears. Mm. That's great. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's great. I love I love your approach to it. Uh, it's uh, it's quite different, and I love it. Do you Thank do you. you do any public speaking in China? Do you do uh, any events and talk about your book or your your philosophy? Yes. Um, well, every I don't call exactly public speaking, but every Sunday afternoon I have a three hour life coaching class. Uh, where I usually have 10 to 15 students that show up and uh, and I have an interpreter so they can understand it but don't understand English. And, uh, and there's a, an introduction part of that, but basically it's coaching people one-on-one and then other people can listen. Um, but uh, I also have been giving uh, 
speeches called, I, I titled my speech, uh, Never Worry Again. And mm-hmm. uh, um, but, and I, I talk about a lot of, a lot of things. It's, it's, a little, it's about an hour and 15-minute presentation, very interactive with the audience. And so I've been giving this um, recently to many different uh, classes and groups of students uh, here in Kunming, China. Wow, that's pretty neat. What, what's it like living in China and doing your work uh, over the phone and in person? Well, well, for me, it's a, it's a, a, a China and specifically Kunming, China is the best best city in the world for me. Uh, Kunming is like um, you might call it the San Diego of China or something like that. It's it's got super weather all year round, and uh, it's actually a little bit higher than Denver. Like it's over 6,000 mm-hmm. feet high. It's sort of at the end of the Himalaya mountain chain. And wow. so uh, I've investigated around the world and I, I can't find a better one to live in so far. And I have tons of friends and I have a, a Chinese girlfriend that I'm very much in love with. And, uh, and so I, and I earn my money in America. I spend it in China. It goes a lot further here. <laughs> and uh, uh, so it's like I got the best of all worlds. That's great. Yeah, I remember you telling me that eight years ago. So it, it must have stuck. I figured since you're still around doing the same thing, it's it's usually a good sign. People 17, like it. Years, 17 years. China. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so... Uh, you live in China. You work with people in America. Have you did you hear about the Las Vegas uh, attack uh, Monday? Yes, I did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, uh, maybe I don't know if you can help with this, but what did you? What's the like the world view or the view of people in China that uh, what they from what they're hearing and what's their experience like from? What have what has been happening, and what is what just happened? I can't address that. I don't. I don't. I hardly even watch the U.S. news. You know, I just happen to know about that, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't watch certainly. I don't watch Chinese news, and my friends, uh, they never bring it up with me. So I'm. I, I can't say anything about that. Okay. No. No worries. Um, Dwight, uh, what what is the with working with so many people? What is the thing that you see most commonly comes up to stop or block people from achieving what they what they desire? Well, first thing is what we already mentioned before is like uh, automatic resistance to fear and not making friends with the fear and and uh, uh, not knowing how or, or consistently choosing courage. But there's other things, too, is we've absorbed a culture, uh, and it's, 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 for my account, every culture in the world of, of, of thinking. Um, see, there's not, I'll take an example with yourself. There's not just one atom. There's actually four atoms. And I'm going to talk about the first atom. There's an atom. The first two atoms are atom now and atom next. Okay. So Adam next is interested in Adam's future. Okay, do this to get this, hopefully get this result in the future. Adam now is just interested in having fun now and enjoying now and not being 
being in pain now, right? Yeah, how do you, how and, do you know me and, so well? <laughs> right, right, yes. Uh, uh, but uh, we, everyone has this issue. And the old solution, the default solution has been like Adam next is the good guy, Adam now is the bad guy. And so we try to push ourselves. And when Adam now doesn't do what Adam next wants, then Adam next blames Adam now. And there's this continual fight all your life between these two Adams, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I experienced it today, yesterday. I'll experience it after we're done with this this show and I have – some Adam next wants to go do some stuff, and Adam now doesn't want to do those things. Exactly. So yeah. what I help people do is ask a new question, and the new question is this. How can Adam next and Adam now both win? Or a sub-question of that is, how can Adam now enjoy the process? And I don't if, – if Adam – if Dwight next is interested in something – I don't even start until I can figure out a way for Dwight now to enjoy the process and have fun with it. So I get agreement between Dwight now and Dwight next. Okay. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. But, but most people have a big battle going between the now part of them and the next part. Okay. So one of the major things that I work people on doing is how to have those two become friends and for Adam next to show respect to Adam now, which is almost the opposite of what our habit is and our culture says to do, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, the other Adams are there's what I call Adam me and Adam others. So Adam me just sort of wants to take care of Adam. Adam others wants to take care of others. Mm. And again, our culture it says taking care of others is the good thing, you know, and being selfish and taking care of yourself is the bad thing, you know. And so mm-hmm. we have this big conflict often between taking the issue of how to take care of ourselves and take care of others. And so the new question is, how can they both win? Or if you're in a conflict where you can't see how they both can win, how can you make a choice in that situation where you feel good about it? And uh, so, uh, or another way to say it is setting up your life so that your selfishness and the selfishness of others dovetail and work together. Hmm. Say that again. I want our listeners to hear it again. I want to hear it again. Sure. Setting up your life so that your selfishness and the selfishness of others, both short-term and long-term, dovetails and works together. Mm-hmm. That it's not an issue of your selfishness against their selfishness, you know, or you being the selfish guy and, oh, you should sacrifice yourself from others. That doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. And um, I've learned it to, if I can say something to that, I, I've learned that it's it's something to find a balance because I'm very giving, and I have to learn mm. a couple things. Is that I'm too giving, but I have to learn that I've noticed for maybe I'll say maybe on this, if you're too giving to some people, they react in different. 
is whether if they don't feel like they deserve the love or it just seems so foreign. They wonder what's wrong with me. Why are they being so nice? You know, they, it triggers them also. So I've had to learn to find a balance, not just for my own, but for their viewpoint. Does that make sense? Mm. Makes sense. Sure. That's one of the issues. Yeah. 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 Um, so you asked me earlier about like what are the fundamentals? So I would say these are three fundamentals: choosing courage, having I, uh, the now next, uh, finding ways for so the now part of you and the next part of you can both be win, and how the me part of you and the other part of you that they can both win. So if you can, that those three things together that makes your life so amazing if you can if you can address those. Mm. Great. Well, thank you very much for being on the show, Dwight. Uh, everyone, My uh, yeah, thank you very much. It was I, when I saw you were on the show, I was like, oh, hey, it's Dwight. That's cool. <laughs> I was excited. <laughs> and I was talking to our mutual friend and your uh, previous client, uh, Kathy, and I said, guess who's on my show tomorrow? So she was uh, excited about that, Kathy Kate uh, Thompson. Um, oh, yes. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so thank you for being on the show. And again, they can find your book, Courage, the Choice that Makes the Difference, Your Key to a Thousand Doors on Amazon. And how can they reach How can they reach you? Yeah, they can reach me it's two, two different ways uh, by mm-hmm. my email, which is Dwight at Goldwind, my family name, G-O-L-D-W-I-N-D-E. And also... Just call me directly. My U.S. number is 206-923-9554, 206-923-9554, and I'm happy to, to offer a gift coaching session with no cost or obligation to anyone who, who would like to consider that. That's great. Thank you for doing that, Dwight, and thank you for being on the show. Uh, everyone, My pleasure. Uh, Keep your ears and eyes open for our show. We didn't do a video version today just because of the uh, China difference and uh, bandwidth and whatnot. Uh, But you can keep your eyes open for our show at uh, my page, Adam Tajadeen on Facebook. And we also post it after at ultralifeshow.com. You can also listen live to the show at blogtalkradio.com slash ultralife. And thank you for listening to Ultra Perform Show, the show about performing your best at business and life, formerly the Ultra Life Show. And we're on weekdays at 5 o'clock. See you guys later. Thanks a lot for being on, Dwight. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.